get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Colorado Avalanche TV play-by-play man Mark Moser joins us on 101 ESPN in St. Louis. Mark, good morning. How you doing? I'm doing good, guys. Good morning. How are you? Great. Uh, and we want to tell folks that they can follow you on Twitter at Radio Moser. It's M-O-S-E-R. And I noted your tweet last night that you love the forward pass. Thank you, Teddy Roosevelt and football decision makers for finally allowing the forward pass in 1906. Mark, the first forward pass in football history was here in St. Louis at St. Louis University. As you know, back in 1906, it was uh, thrown by a gentleman by the name of Bradbury Robinson. So there's a little history for you. Yeah, Brad Robinson and I, we go way back. Uh, He was a good dude, guys. Uh, You know, and I I said to him, I said, Brad, you might want to just throw it forward. He said, all right, cool. Sounds good. No, you know, it's it's amazing, isn't it? I was just watching that national title game, and I'm watching, you know, Justin Fields and Mac Jones, obviously, just throw all over the place. Well, what a game last night. Mark, I'm so glad that you explained your place in history there. We didn't know that your role in the forward pass. So thank well, you for that. Michelle, it was it was much more minor. I was just I was the water guy and then I just suggested, you know. I love it. Well, we watched the national championship game last night and when we look at the Colorado Avalanche, this is certainly a team that could be playing for some hardware of their own. The big question with every team every season is health, and especially this year when we're in a pandemic, but if you take health out of the equation, what's the one thing that could stop the Avs from getting to the Stanley Cup Finals? Well, I think right now everybody talks about their goaltending, and I think that honestly right now that the, the goaltending is good enough. When you have the kind of firepower they have up front, I think the goaltending is good enough. Uh, but, I mean, listen, Grubauer has never he's never done it that way in terms of, of leading the team all the way right. Um, and certainly Pavel Francouz is the backup has never done that. So, I mean, until somebody actually backstops a team all the way through a Stanley cup run, they've never done it. You know, I mean, Grubauer certainly has had, he's had experience there with the Washington Capitals and he's had, you know, the cup experience, but he's never backed up the team the entire way. So, you know, I guess that would be the question mark right now, but honestly, Michelle, it's, it's health. That's the biggest thing with this club. Because last year when they lost to Dallas in the in the West Sem, semis in Game Seven, you know they had seven guys out, including both their goalies. You know, and, and you look at the last three seasons in the postseason, they had a third string goalie, a backup goalie, and a third string goalie finish the series that they lost in. So that's that's a, a huge part for this Av squad is just just keeping guys intact. I know that one of the things that you mentioned, health, that they had difficulty with last year was keeping that top line of uh, McKinnon, Landeskog, and Rantanen together. How those guys looked, I know that training camp is weird, but how are things looking health-wise for those three heading into this season? Well, Landeskog got on the ice a little bit later. Um, and uh, again, there were five guys when camp first started who, who missed. And Eric Johnson, by the way, uh, still is not 
is not on the ice for the Avs. And at this point, we don't know what it is. Once the season starts tomorrow, then the coach can start saying, you know, what's going on with any particular player. But Landeskog has now been on about four or five days, and he seems to be totally fine. Guys, you remember he got cut by Kale McCarr in the postseason right across the, uh, the, the bottom of his thigh. And it went pretty deep, and he had to he had to get it all you know taken care of, and and he was the only guy that was actually probably going to come back if they continued to play hockey, and he was going to miss at least two weeks, so that would have been a Cup final. Everybody else is out for forever. But what Jared Bednar has now done is is that he's moved he's moved uh, Landeskog down to the second line, but Nazem Kadri and the newly acquired Brandon Saad from Chicago. And he put Burakovsky up there on the top uh, line with McKinnon and Ranton. And Burakovsky played there a lot last year. But it just sort of balances things out. And what it also does is it makes that second line pretty hard to handle when you look at the two wingers who just love to, to fly up and down the ice north-south and then Kadri can work his magic in the middle. Mark, Randy mentioned the top line. We're very familiar with the stars that the Avalanche have. But who's somebody on the team that could break out this season that Blues fans should pay attention to? That's a great, that's a great, great question. You know, you look at, I, I would say, everybody knows probably who's up front for this Avs squad. But when you look at the back end, the Avs had a, they, they drafted a kid named Connor Timmons, um, uh, uh, the same draft as McCarr. He was a, a second round pick. And in the, in the Memorial Cup, he got blown up and he got a concussion and he missed the whole year of hockey. And he had been one of the just studs in the back end for Team Canada in the World Juniors, you know, that, that, that previous December. And he came back and he played, you know, he played with the Eagles in the AHL and everything seemed to be okay. You know, was, was getting a little time with the Avs, got banged up again. And you're going, oh, God, I hope, I hope he's all right. Well, I haven't seen Connor Timmons play hockey. I haven't even seen him on the ice for, for a year. And uh, training camp, he's been terrific. I mean, really, really good. And so it looks like he's going to be able, with Eric Johnson out right now, he's going to be able to slide into the, the into a top six role with his team on the back end. And I think that's that's really, I mean, it's big for the Az that he's healthy and he can contribute because I think there was question marks about it. And then also, if anybody who watched World Junior Hockey, uh, Bowen Byram, was the star defenseman uh, along with Jamie Drysdale for, for Team Canada, but he was the top pair, quarterback of the power play. The Avs drafted him a number four overall a couple years back, and I think I think he's going to be ready to step into the NHL right now. He's got nowhere to go because there's no junior hockey, but I think that, that the coach even said, listen, if he can't help us immediately, he's going to help us in the very near future, but I think you know, people look at Kale McCarr and the way he burst out of the scene, and now this guy, you know, is, is destined for Norris trophies. I think that Bowen Byram is going to be pretty close to that. I mean, he skates like the wind, and he he might have been the best player in the entire tournament, you know, for uh, for Team Canada or any team, to be honest with you, in the World Junior. So, a couple of guys in the back end to keep an eye on. Mark Moser, the TV play-by-play man for the Colorado Avalanche with us on 101 ESPN. Mark, it's interesting, if you go back a couple of years, there was a real contrast between the Blues and the Avalanche. The Blues, when they won the Stanley Cup, heavy, came at you in waves, not tons of skill and speed, and the Avalanche, an extremely skilled, fast team 
team. It seems like, though, these teams are getting closer. Last year when the Avalanche added a guy like Kadri to add uh, a little bit of uh, toughness and a little sandpaper, and then the Blues go out and they get a guy like Krug this offseason and Hoffman. It seems like these teams are becoming a little bit more of a mirror than they were a couple of years ago. That's a great point, Randy. I, you know, you're, you're right, and I, I guess I look at it this way, is that things eventually even out, right? Or you realize, okay, we've got to change a little bit in order to, to play in this division or, you know, if we want to be the number one team. And don't get me wrong, the Blues are still, I mean, they're still awesome. I mean, everybody here in Colorado knows they, they've still got so much talent, and uh, you know, despite maybe a little bit of a shift change in terms of of the approach they take. I mean, anytime Petrangelo is gone, you're you know you're going to certainly play with a little bit of a different style because Tory Krug is a great player, but he's not the same kind of guy. Uh, yeah, and it's it's interesting too because the one thing that people have questioned about the Avs is, well, can they make a cup run? I mean, can they can they survive? you know, four rounds of, of playoff hockey, you know, I mean, they, can they, can they physically stay healthy? Well, the blue show, they can do that. And they're starting to come the other way a little bit and adding even, you know, more, more panache, I guess, mm-hmm. and, and perhaps a, a little bit more slickness and speed, but you know, speed is the name of the game now in the national hockey league. If you don't have it, you know, I mean, listen, playoff hockey, I guess is one thing, but if you want to get there, you got to at least be able to skate, you know, I mean, get up and down and then the abs I know are going to, be presenting all kinds of speed and quickness all over the place like they always do. But honestly, seeing the Blues, the, the Hoffman signing is probably going to be really dang good, right? Krug is still at the top of his game, still a terrific player. So they're, uh, I think that all Avalanche fans feel that, that it's going to be three teams battling for the top spot with the Avs in Vegas and the St. Louis Blues and, you know, shake those guys into a can and, and let them pour out because they're going to have to face each other right away in the postseason anyway. Right. <laughs> it's, it's going to be a mess. But, yeah, it's, it's just interesting how that, how that sort of works out that way. Uh, you know, and things start to sort, start to sort of even out, you know, amongst teams. But uh, we'll see. I mean, do the Avs have enough, you know, grit and toughness to, to survive four rounds? You know, can the Blues keep up in, in a, you know, in a, in a, I guess, a sprint of a season? You know, these things will be answered here coming up, I guess, Heck, starting tomorrow night. Mark, we got news yesterday, the NHL announcing that they have a new event. It's going to be NHL Outdoors at Lake Tahoe. The Avs and the Vegas Golden Knights are going to be there on February 20th. And I want to get your reaction to this event because the renderings look amazing. Well, if I could be there, I think it would be awesome. <laughs> but since I'm going to be stuck in the, you know, stuck at home, and heck, I don't care if they play in the moon. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> it's it, uh it, I mean, it does look awesome, right? I, I just think that I mean, people want to go. It's outdoors. Uh, the funny part is, is that I'm originally from kind of that part of the country in, in California, and used to go to Tahoe a lot. And I've played Edgewood Golf Course. And anybody who's ever watched that celebrity, you know, tournament in the summertime on NBC uh, knows about it, right? That's where, that's where they play in Edgewood. But apparently, they're turning the the end of the 18th into into a hockey rink which is right there. I mean, it's right there next to Lake Tahoe. Guys, I think it's going to be a spectacular setting. I mean, it's sad that, that nobody can go, but if you could just choose, like what you're saying, okay, we can't have fans, so where do we want to put a rink? I mean, you, you'd be hard-pressed to find a better location or, or a more beautiful location, you know? 
it's going to be certainly picturesque, and I'm sure the players are going to love it. I just, you know, I just wish people could be there because it, it really is an incredibly beautiful setting. One last thing, Mark, before we let you go. The Blues announced yesterday that they're going to have a, an extremely limited amount of people in the building. What about what used to be the Pepsi Center, now the Ball Center in Denver? Any fans at all? Uh, no, no, none. I mean, as of right now, it's it's absolutely none. You know, the football season, the Broncos at one point were able to let in like 7,000 people, and then that got all shut down, and there's been – there's been no talk of any human beings in any building, you know, for anything, for the, for the Rockies coming up for their baseball season or for the, the Avalanche or the Nuggets, you know, the, the, the co-inhabitors of, of Ball Arena. Uh, you know, and guys, we know that the NHL's bread is buttered by butts in the seats, and I was on this conference call with Gary Bettman yesterday, and, you know, this league is poised to lose over a billion dollars. And, and, and honestly, there are some teams, it would be so much if the season didn't happen because they wouldn't lose nearly as much money, right? I mean, some teams are way better off not even playing hockey. And it's, it's just – but they're, they're, but they're going to plow through and they're going to borrow and steal and do whatever they got to do to get through, hoping that the, you know, there's a brighter end in the, on the horizon. It's just you – know, I think for, uh, for all the leagues, you know, we know the NHL, they, they, they make you – know, for them, the gate is the most important, you know, and – it's just really tough. But you do what you got to do in this pandemic. You don't whine about it. At least you got hockey and you try to get through. But there will be no fans for the immediate future here in Denver. Mark, great to have you with us. Thanks so much for the time. Have a great season and hopefully we'll talk to you soon. Guys, my pleasure. Going to be a fun one. I mean, division rivals now in a new division. Let's go. Yeah, <laughs> the, the Honda division. Enjoy it. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> See you later. Take care. See you guys. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget, bet online for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online where the game starts. Want more ways to show your good side to the world? Donate plasma at a Griffles Center and join thousands of donors who are helping to save lives. Receive up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com.